Hey guys, welcome. This is Building Your Faith, and I'm Faith Wardell. Um, so this is part two to positioning to hear, and it's called positioning your heart. Um, just because those two go hand in hand, but I'm super excited to dive in. So let's get building. All right. So the first question that I was asked throughout this week, because I was speaking about this, um, was what does it mean to position your heart? Well, to like position your heart is so you have to be in that spot where your heart is willing to be corrected, to be guided from the Lord, and that every desire that you have is from the Lord and not our own flesh. So it's positioning our heart to be in that spot to receive from the Lord what He needs us to receive and um, potentially give out as well. But it's having that spot um of knowing the lord is the one that renews us he redeems us he shows us what loving is and what an actual like what actual love looks like and that comes from the heart right and so if we're in this spot where we're really upset about something you know like can't let go or can't move forward there's something within our heart that needs to change, but you have to position yourself into that spot where your heart can change. And so it's a huge thing where it's just like, what does it mean to position your heart? It means to be fully open to the Lord, to let him show you and guide you in where to go and how you can rely on him and not yourself. Because if we rely on ourselves and we rely on our own flesh, we go into our own desires and we go into our own patterns and uh, thought presses, processes um, where maybe at one point you thought it was okay to, you know, go um, sleep around or something, you know, and that puts ourselves in a bad spot because it says in the Bible, like it says in scripture, that when you meet your spouse and you become one by marriage, that doesn't mean before um, but when you're married, then that comes with it. But it's being in that spot where it's positioning. When you join in one covenant, when you're with someone, you're married, then you can think about those things. But if you're by yourself, you have no plans on marriage, and you're going around and doing that stuff, you're giving that each person a part of your soul. So it's taking apart from your heart and it's also putting you in that bad position of getting connected with these people and you don't know how many people he, they've been connected with, right? And so we get into the spot where it's like, well, it's my own desire, so I'm going to do what I want to do. No, that is not how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to live our lives for the Lord. And so we should be asking the Lord, Lord, what do you need me to do? What do you need me to fix? What do you need me to um, do throughout the day? How can I be with you? You know, we should be asking him these questions every day. But it's being in that spot to know that you should be asking that, right? And so it's a huge thing in another... So one of Psalms is so good. <laughs> Psalms is really good. But Psalms 51.10 Create me in a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Which means wash away the stuff within our heart that is not of the Lord. Get rid of that so we can step into what he has for us. To have a spirit that is so 
in love with the Lord and so loyal to him that we don't go shy and like turn away. I mean, yes, we all do that at one point, but it's knowing, hey, get back to the Father because he's the one that guides us to do what we need to do, right? Because we all have callings on our lives and we have all these things that we have to do, but what little steps are you taking to get there is the question. Like what little baby steps are you taking to get to the big step he's called you to make, right? And so it should be, Lord, you are my first love. Lord, position my heart to hear from you, right? And so another question that goes into that is what, why does being in a spot to hear from the Lord go hand in hand with positioning to hear? Well, if your ears are shut, how are you going to receive to let it into your heart, right? And vice versa, like if your heart isn't positioned, then you can't hear. It might be going in, but that doesn't mean you're actually living it or letting it plant seeds within your heart. Because our heart is the biggest thing that like the Lord emphasizes, hey, I am the gardener to your heart, basically, right? Because he should be the one taking care of us, taking care of us. But if we're not listening to hear from him, then he can't do that. He's not going to force us to listen to him. He's not going to force us to change. He's not going to force us to put our hearts in a vulnerable spot with him. It's up to us to do that. So when we do position our heart and position ourselves in general um, to be transparent with him, to be so open with him like it's undeniable, when we do that, then we hear and we see and we do the things he needs us to do, right? Because we get into this habit where we're like, okay, I got to go to school. I got to go to work. I need to go to church. I need to go do this. I need to go do that. Okay. You might need to do those things, but what about the Lord? Like, are, what can you do throughout those tasks that you can involve the Lord in? Like, you should be involving him in each thing that you do, but it's, hey, realizing it's not just go to school. It's not just go to work. It's I get to go to school. I get to go to work. I get to go to church because the Lord is everything good in this world, right? So he gave you that job. He's given you that chance to go to school. He's given you that church family. So you get to do these things, but do it with the Lord because he gave it to you, right? And so if we're in that spot that we're like, oh gosh, here we go again, just another day, just repeat, then we don't see what he truly needs us to see. We're not in that spot to listen, to hear from him, right? And so when we start going throughout day-to-day life, when we hear and we're spending time with him and opening our heart to him, we get to see the beauty within it. The blessings come, right? But it's also living up to the Lord, like it's living for the Lord, right? Because we need to surrender our day-to-day life for him so he can live through us, so that others can encounter him right? Because we should be going on a day-to-day basis, like going out and being like, Lord, let people forget our names, but let them see you through us. It's so big. Like that's so key because we have to realize like, it's just a blip of time that we're here, right? 
So why are we spending all of our time focusing on ourselves or focusing on what others say and not fully falling in love with him? Spending time with him. He just wants to be with us. He just wants to hold our hands. He just wants to hug us. He wants to speak with us. He wants to play. He wants to have fun. He wants to watch movies with us, right? But if we're in that spot, in that position where we're only listening to the dark stuff that's going on around us, right? Like if people um, at school are cussing all the time and talking about how they don't like somebody, how they think someone's dress is funny or whatever it is, then we're, you don't realize it, but when our ears are open to that, that lets seeds plant into our heart. If we keep surrounding ourselves with people like that, if we keep surrounding ourselves with people that are constantly getting us down and you're letting that get into our, like listening to that and then you start doing that, those see, those weeds are starting to grow. So it's about positioning your heart to being like, okay, Lord, these people are saying this. How can I be like, hey, guys, this isn't okay. You realize what that's doing and then walk away from it. Because if you let those weeds grow, if you let the all the nasty stuff grow, start blooming right then we start forgetting what the lord's saying or what he's trying to show us within ourselves because he is the gardener he's the one who's going to tend to our souls he's going to tend to everything that we have and so we have to be in that spot where we're like okay lord this is for you not me because sometimes we forget like even it's even the small things that we listen to or do like he's given us a task right? He's given us a book to write or music to write or, um, I don't know, art to make, right? But we're like, oh, we have all this time. I'll just do it later. I'm going to go spend $200 on new clothes. I'm going to go out, hang out with friends. Oh, I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch movies all day. Oh, I'm going to go to do this. You get the gist of it. But the Lord has called you in a time to go do something. And he's told you to ask him to do it. And you're not doing it. Right? And so that's where our hearts kind of get into that position where it's like, okay, are we going to do our own thing? Or are you going to actually listen to the Lord and follow him so that we can steward that time? correctly to steward that friendship correctly to do so much more than just sit on the couch and watch movies we should be asking him okay lord what do i need to do for you like what what do you need what should i do i have so much time what do you want me to do sit with him sometimes he'll say sit with me Go read the Bible. Or maybe he'll have you go out and evangelize. Or whatever it is. But if he's telling you to do something with your time, why aren't you doing it? Because that comes into the spot where it's positioning to hear, but also positioning your heart. Like, are you listening to him? Are you truly letting go and just being like, okay, Lord, this is what you told me to do. Let's go do it. But also like knowing, hey... We live for the Lord, but not ourselves. And that comes with the heart. And that's also, 
there's so we may not have the knowledge of something we may know that we're supposed to do something we may know all these things but that doesn't mean we have the wisdom for it wisdom is so important because the wisdom is following through and knowing hey when to speak and when not to speak or um being aware of who's around in the situation situational awareness it's all these things, but we may have the knowledge. We may know these things. We might sit down and read all these things, but are you applying it? Are you actually doing it? That's the question. I see so many people, and like I used to do it all the time. Um, and sometimes we actually have to check our heart, you know, because we not we may not be able to see something. Right? Because we get so used to being in a spot where it's like, okay, well, I want to do this. I want to do that. And then we have all this time. And then we're like, oh, shoot. Something's off. And then we're like, ooh, I don't know what's going on, but maybe people around me know. And it's so important to go to somebody that you trust and know that are going to, like, rebuke you in a loving way. I just had to do that a couple weeks ago. Where it was like, okay, this is what's happening. I have all this time. And there's so many things I want to do. But am I seeing this correctly? It's checking your heart. It's checking that you're so focused on the Lord that you know that there are distractions coming in. And being like, oh, that's a no. I can't do that. Right? Because we get into this mindset like certain people get into a mindset of business where we're like we have to constantly constantly be working or we get into a mindset where we're just like well i kind of just want to do my own thing so i'm just going to do that or it's i need to constantly be helping people because i want to get rid of my feelings for stuff right and so it's check your heart you know if there's some like you feel like something's off but you don't know what's up ask the people around you They'll know. They'll be like, hey, I've noticed this in you. But make sure it's someone you can trust and someone that loves you because they're going to rebuke you out of love, like correction, right? Because if we're not willing to get corrected by the people we love, by the friends that we have, then that's not a friendship. And vice versa, if you're too afraid to call a friend out for what they're doing and rebuke them for the things that they are doing, then that's not a friendship because you're afraid that you're going to lose them if you do, right? Because going like going through this life and going through society, they teach you, well, you just have to be popular. You need to constantly be doing something. Or you don't have to be doing anything. No, it literally says in the Bible, you need to work. Not even a question. But it's asking the Lord... Lord, show me what you need me to do. Show me what's in my heart that I feel something's off, but show me what's in my heart so we can get get it out of there and fill it with you. Because he's going to get in there and he's going to start bandaging up all the stuff that needs to be bandaged up. But sometimes we get afraid of it. Ooh, that's too deep, Lord. You're not allowed in there. Ooh, Lord, that doesn't feel good. And I really don't want to think about this. So we're not going to go there. It's kind of evicting him from your heart. 
It's not kind of, you are evicting him from your heart. If you're not going to allow the Lord to come into your heart to fix the things you've asked him to fix, that's on you, right? And there's still going to be people around you that are going to speak about like how amazing the Lord is because he is. But you got to let him into your heart to get those nasty things out so that you can grow, so that you can flourish into the things he wants you to flourish in right because we get so focused on getting past the things that have happened past the hurt past the awful trauma or whatever it is right and so it's in our heart but we are like nope it's getting pushed down so far that no one can dig it up but when we do that we drag so much trash behind us so much trash it smells it looks bad and it ain't good we should be like okay lord i know this is gonna hurt but i also know there's gonna be so much blessing on the other side of this because you're the one healing my heart he just wants to get that nasty stuff out because then if you keep harboring those things holding them captive then we start growing into the monster that we don't want to become because we get bitter oh i can never forgive this person because they did that i can never forgive that person because they accused me of that or they did something awful to you yes it does hurt and you're like i don't want anyone to ever hurt me like that again but here's the thing if you're following the Lord and asking the Lord, help me get this out of my heart so that I can live for you, he's going to show you who to be friends with, who not to be friends with, what to speak, what not to speak, all these things. He's going to give you the blueprints to your life. Like He's going to show you and tell you what to do, when to do it, how to do it, all this stuff. Because his timing is so amazing. But if we're in that spot where we're like, no, absolutely not, then we're shutting him off to the to our heart. We're shutting him off to our lives. And yes, it might hurt, but it's pruning. Because we can't become this beautiful thing if we don't let the creator come in to water us, to show us, to shed light. We can't like bloom into this beautiful rose that he's called us to be we're just going to turn into these little weeds that are cutting off supplies for other people because the lord wants to work through each person's life like everybody has a calling on their life each person does but if we're so fed up caught up Whatever it is on something different other than the Lord, we got to check ourselves. Got to check your heart, you know, and maybe you are in that process of the Lord pruning stuff out of your heart, getting those nasty things out of there, finally learning how to forgive, finally learning how to step forward in that. Good job. Like the Lord is going to do so much within you. 
the Lord's going to like, oh my gosh, the blessings that are coming your way when you let the Lord into your heart to get those things out is insane. Because we can just think of this, the things where he's even told us or like given us glimpses, like glimpse, like sneak peeks, peeks into what he has for us. That's just a fraction, like a very small fraction of the blessings he has for us. Because it's hope. He doesn't want you to give up on him. It's hope for the future. It's that under like having that faith to know that the Lord gave you something and to hold on to that. But also don't obsess to obsess over it. Right? Because then we can get distracted and it's a whole thing. But know that the Lord has you and he's going to get those nasty things out of your heart so that you can step forward into what he's calling you to. A scripture that's beautiful for this is, And I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my and be careful to be to obey my regulations. There's so much within that. When we fully surrender to the Lord, he gives us a new heart. He gives us a new spirit, his spirit. Like it was already in there, but it's you know. You're aware. You strengthen that relationship with the Lord. And when you have that new spirit, we get rid of the nasty stuff that was attached to the old life. That's letting him into your life and letting him get that stuff out. Right? And so there's so many, like, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this, but on social media, right? When, or even at home, right? So we have a glass and let's say it's full of um, coffee or something. And you put it under the sink, right? The little faucet. And you turn the water on and let it sit. Slowly but surely, all that coffee comes out. The nasty, dark stuff comes out. And then it comes clear. But it takes time. It takes time to get that fresh water in, to get that nasty stuff out. Right? And so, when we let the Lord in, Lord, like, do your thing in my heart. Right? When we ask him into our lives, into our space, into our space, like into our living being, like just everything. It gets rid of all that nasty stuff that we were holding on to. But it's also knowing you have to let go to step forward. Because if you're holding on to the old man, onto the old like the old stuff that happened, then you can't forgive those people. Or forgive yourself even. You're in a different kind of stronghold. But you got to tear it down like the Lord's. You got to let the Lord tear it down. Because if you do it in your own strength, you're not going to get anywhere. The Lord has to be the one to come in to help you. You have to let him in. So that he can break those chains, break those boundaries, break, break those nasty things that were put on there. So that he can put healthy boundaries up. 
and then tend to your garden? Who are you letting in? Who are you letting into your space? Like, who are you letting into your heart that shouldn't be there? Because that's also another thing about positioning your heart. If you're letting people into your spot, like into your inner circle that can see your heart and are like open access, you better watch out who's there because not everyone's there like for you. You have to be aware. Like if the Lord told you these people are there, that's, that's your thing. Like you know if the Lord's speaking to you. But if there's certain people in your circle and they've warned you about somebody multiple times, and you're still hanging out with that person, still going doing the things that you shouldn't be doing, then you're putting yourself into that spot where your heart's going to get hit multiple times by someone else. And that's where that nasty stuff comes back up. So how are you positioning your heart? Are you letting other people tend to it and put weeds in there? Or are you letting the Father, the Lord, tend to your heart to make a beautiful garden out of it? That's the question. Because this, today's day and age, dude, oh my gosh. It's hard because it teaches us so many things that aren't biblical, like it's not of the Lord. That we can go out and party all the time. We can go out and have friends with benefits. Go out and hang out with just the guys and it's just you. No, that's not how that goes. This world is so selfish where we fall into our flesh, fall into our own desires, fall into all these things, but we forget about who created you, who created this earth, who created the trees, who created the rocks. It says in the Bible, the rocks even cry out to the Lord. The rocks know the Lord but there's barely any people around that know the Lord, which is sad. So sad. Because society teaches to drown out the Lord's voice, to drown out all that stuff where we live for ourselves and for sin and of the enemy. So if we're positioning our heart to sit down on the couch scroll through our phones to see all that nasty stuff and not turn it and not turn your phone off put it down and pick up the bible what the heck dude like it's not cool growing up you know i struggled with it hardcore i didn't understand like how the lord could love me any of that stuff but when I finally opened my eyes to him and actually surrendered completely to him, that's when I opened so many doors, so many blessings. And he shows us who to hang out with. He shows us what to do, how to do it. He makes divine connections. He brings so much to us that you can't even imagine. But if you're sitting there scrolling through all this stuff, 
doing what you want to do instead of doing what the Lord has called you to do, you're setting yourself up for failure. Today's day and age, we can't play around. We can't play games. There's too many people falling into this trap of the enemy, dying even. Quite literally, people are dying left and right, and it's so sad. Because the Lord, this world drowns out the Lord's voice. But it's being in that spot, positioning to hear, positioning to hear the Lord. Positioning your heart for the ultimate gardener to come get your heart and make it into something beautiful. It's so much more than you can even imagine. So much more. And this episode was pretty deep, but those things have to be talked about because no one else is willing to talk about it. There might be a few, but people need to start rising up and going out, you know? The Lord has so much for all of us. So much on our lives to step out, to go do our thing with Him. The things that He's called us to do with Him. Because if we do it without Him, we're doing it in our own strength. The Lord usually gives us huge callings to know so that we know that we can't do it without him. But I I hope you guys like have a great week and just hear from the Lord. See what he needs you to do on a day-to-day basis. You know, what are you doing with your heart? Like are you positioning it into that spot that the Lord can tend to it? Or are you locking it down and letting someone else of the like the enemy tend to it. So I encourage you to just spend time with the Lord and see what he speaks to you and see what he needs you to see. But you guys have an amazing week and I will talk with you guys next week. Bye.